Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, 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 welcome to another edition of Nothing But The Truth. I'm your host, Mr. Evan Brooks. It's been a while, been busy, been working, just been doing research. I've, I've truly been busy. If you've been following me, I've been out and about, just doing a little bit of things here and there for the show and actually working on things for myself. Because I always tell you that you must improve on yourself in order to be successful. Miss Lady J may be joining us today. I'm not for sure because this is not going to be a very, very long show. Uh, I wanted to come back at the beginning of the year, but <laughs> my my schedule put me in a place where I was not able to. And it's nothing too bad, but everything's good. I don't want y'all to be worried. I know a lot of folks were concerned about what was going on, but, you know, what's the deal? What's the deal with all the folks out here today? You know, I'm going to go ahead and give you the guest number to call in. The number is 646-787-8150. Again, 646-787-8150. Now, for today, I want to talk about in the news. In the news in 2012. Well, not 2012, but... I wish it was 2012. Shoot, I got my mind thinking about stuff in the past. For today is February the 12th. What I wanted to say in the news, I want to talk about the events that have been taking place so far in the year 2017. I know that sounds funny. I'm still getting used to saying 
2017. Sounds like something off the Terminator. Additionally, we're going to talk about events that may happen in the near future in this year. I want you to make sure you call your friends up right now. Tell your mama, tell your sister, tell your daddy, tell everyone. Call your coworkers up. Let them know that the show is on. This is going to be a very fun show. So let's talk about recent things that have been taking place. So I know that there were issues with President Trump. A lot of stuff is going on in this country, a lot of things. A lot of people are upset with that election, and I don't know why you should be upset. And I know y'all said that's messed up, Mr. Evan. You know, why are you saying that? And I'm going to tell you why. Everyone who are able to vote, you knew one or the other was going to get in. That's the first thing I have to say. You knew what this was about. And I see a lot of protesting going on, but I'm I'm not going to sit out there and tell you to protest. I don't see anything that's going to help you protesting marching because marching does not do anything. Marching is kind of like you showing up for a party. You're there, but you're not there to clean up. <laughs> you're there just to be there. And I'm not saying I'm supporting the man. I'm just saying that it's got to be a better strategy because you got to think about how things are. I felt like this was going to be a polar opposite from what President Barack Obama had those eight years. And you had a lot of people bitter and bold, you know, when they seen Trump in, and it feels like the, the, the dynamics have been flipped. So you got a lot of people out here in Bowden that want to do stuff. I tell you, man, you just got to be on your guard. You don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're going to be in harm's way or whatnot. I ain't sitting there saying everything's going to be all right because we got issues. We got issues in this country. We got issues going on with race. And a lot of people don't want to talk about the topic. I was sitting down at a lecture not too long ago, and we had a, a speaker. A speaker just came out and went out and talked about race directly, talked about the, the issue with black and white. And a lot of people don't talk about it. You know, some people got upset about it. person sitting right beside me got upset about it. And wanted to know what the heck, like, why is this going down? And I laughed because if you, they kept talking. You know how you're watching a movie and you tell someone, shh. That was what I had to do to the person sitting right beside me. And this person is a grown ass man. I'm listening to what she's saying. I see where she's coming from because she's talking about the black experience. I'm black, if you didn't know that. And no, I, honestly, I believe what she was saying. Like, you never know the experience of, of a person that's African descent. I don't care how many people you hang out that's black or whatnot. You're not going to know those issues that we go through. I've been through issues before. I've seen when the KKK came to my, uh, came on Main Street, where I'm originally from. I'm taking my grandma to uh, get a medicine. I hear, I see lights, you know going up because they, they're marching and they're covered up in sheets and everything. Imagine seeing that at the age of 14, 15 years old. You'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. If anything I forget, that's not one of those things I'll ever forget. So I see what she's talking about. And a lot of people say, I ain't like this. It feels like we're being attacked. And, you know, I guess people thought it was a guilt trip. She didn't call no one out. 
She just told you the history of the United States. And if you feel like she's lying, let's go pull up a history book. Let's go look at what's going on because let's not get it twisted. No country that's being built on is innocent. But, I mean, United States, I mean, we, we go through our things. So I think we'll go through our things with this administration. A lot of people do not want to talk about it. They want to be in the now, but that's the problem. We never overcome the issue of race. We never really had that discussion to really understand. I think some people on one side of the street are thinking, well, why y'all like this? Why why y'all staying in the ghettos? Why It's just like, in their mind, they think that we chose, most of us chose to be in that lifestyle, and that's not what happened. And the ones that, when I say most, the ones who were like, no, I wanted to get out. Because you, you know you want better. You, it's just like anyone in, in society. You know, you're in a society that you're living in, and you got people who are go-getters, and you got people who are voters, and you just got people who just don't care. You're going to have in all races or whatnot. And you got some people just like, I don't know what's the point of doing this. If you deal me a bad card, you deal, you know, if you give me cards and these cards are crappy cards. And you say, well, you can't get anything out of deck. You're going to have to deal with it, right? So one thing she did was bring it up. She brought it up to the audience. And I've seen people walk out, like Paul Mooney, when he does his stand-up. You know, if y'all don't know who Paul Mooney is, Paul Mooney is a, a comedian. He's a writer. He used to write for Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy. Very, very famous. Very straight to the point, and he keeps it real. If you got Netflix or you can get on YouTube, look up Paul Mooney stand up. You're gonna be rolling. Now he talks about the stuff that's going on, you know. And I felt like that's what it came with her. She wasn't joking. She told a whole story. I talked to her, and she wasn't going out there uh, bashing on a race or what. She was just telling that how it is and what was dealt with. And she was just saying, I'm presenting facts. And you had a lot of people arguing, getting mad. And I told the folks, it felt like being on an episode of Donahue. If you don't know who Donahue is, you're too young for the show. <laughs> but uh, honestly, look up Donahue. Look at any shows like Donahue, Gerardo, Oprah, when she was big Oprah. And they used to have those shows when they talked about race and people would be arguing loud and and that's and I looked at it like that's the type of discussions we do need to have in America. We honestly do need to have those things. So a lot of people noticed that there was a ban that was taking place. And I think it's still going on with people from those uh, several countries. And if you want to know who the several countries, you don't have to go too far. Lebanon. I'm not gonna name all of them. Uh, Yemen. Uh, Libya. Iran, Iraq, I mean, you name the countries that fucked with us back in those times that we had to deal with over there in the Middle East, they're basically on the list. And a lot of people was upset. And that was kind of uh, strange in a way because the ban was placed on there, and he wasn't the only pr- president to do such a ban, a ban at all. His ban was just blanket. It wasn't like a certain criteria. It was just blanket for if you were from that country, blanket, for the next 90 days until we get this resolved. And what they want to do now is actually, you know, once they get the system in place, 
If you want to come in the country, you got to give us your phone. Let us go through the context. Let us go through your social media to make sure that you don't have any connections. And so that's another form of, uh, what do you call it, racial profiling. Because I'm assuming there's, there's no justification if you look at it. There's no justification to do that just because you're from a country that we have fought with or dealt with in the past. That doesn't automatically include that you're, you're part of this group that is trying to destroy this nation. Because I'll tell you something, you got people in this country right now that want to hurt this country itself. And this is people within our nation. That's the thing that people keep getting. People worrying about the outside entities from other nations. You got to worry about the inside stuff because we had terrorists too. I don't know how many of y'all forgot about that. I mean, you know, the KKK is a terrorist group. And people keep forgetting that. You know what they did? The folks after uh, the Civil War was over with, you know, especially after the Hayes Compromise of 1877, if you don't know that, you need to look that up right there. You know, terrorizing people. Then you got Timothy McVeigh. We go into recent history. Oklahoma City bombing, the Unabomber. I mean, we can't play like Oh, we never had anything like that. We we do. And it's just crazy. So it's going to be more stuff coming out of it. Now, the next thing is dealing with uh, building of the wall. They're working on doing this. Now, this is what's so crazy about this, that I heard from the administration that they wanted Mississippi to help pay for it. Now, I don't know how true that is. I didn't go all into detail, but Mississippi is probably the poorest state of the union and it's funny because you know all the food yeah we want trump we want trump yeah 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 oh we gotta pay what <laughs> so you know mexico said they're not gonna pay for the wall and honestly i don't even know what the purpose of the wall was i don't know the last time i checked you can't put a wall in the ocean people can still get in this country so many different ways you can't guard a whole coastline I just got finished looking at my readings on how to do a blockade. It's not effective. The only way it's effective, you can block a port. And there's got to be justification for that. Okay? So building a wall, that's not going to resolve anything. Uh, and they keep taking away the facts. They make it seem like a bunch of people from Mexico are trying to get into the United States, where it's the other way around. So you think about it. You think about it for one second. You remember all those textile jobs in the South that left in the early, early 80s? Early, you know, going from the 80s all the way up to the mid-90s. Those manufactured textile jobs left. Now, they didn't leave all something. They left because of Congress. You got to think about that. They put in effect underneath President Clinton, NAFTA, you know. North America Free Trade Agreement. That's with Canada, United States, and Mexico. So, yes, those products that you get real cheap at Walmart or wherever you get, if it's made in Mexico, it's a reason why this happened. That prices went there, went real cheap because those jobs went over to the border. And those jobs went over to the border because... They didn't want to pay all those benefits. They didn't want to pay the high wages. 
and the people stayed over there. Some people ended up going from the United States into Mexico, and because the trend of Mexicans or going over from Mexico to the United States is not as high as it was before. Now, why is that? You should ask yourself that. Why is that? And you could pull this up in the stats. They don't put that on the news. They make it seem like this. Oh, you know, this is the problem. This is what's going on. And it really is not. I don't want a lot of people to be thinking that, you know, if you do this, this is what it's going to be. And that wall situation is not going to help me. I'm telling you, I want to, I want to see how far it's going to be until people realize that. A lot of folks don't realize issues about the things they say. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest with ourselves. Um, going on to dealing with other issues in the nation, you got a lot of people that are concerned with going to war. I know I talk to a lot of people. I'm not going to sit here and try to scare you. But, I mean, what do you think? Honestly, what do you think about us heading to war? I keep hearing people saying we're going to head to war, but what are the chances? I'm not calling for war. War is the last thing, the last measure to bring peace after you did everything you could peacefully, you know. The number to call in is 646-787-8150. What do you think, folks? What do you think about a situation where we're maybe going to war? And the only thing I, I'm thinking is that if it's a war, it's a war with each other because we're so disconnected now after this election. A lot of people are panicking, freaking out. I'm not freaking out because I've always been terrorized for my life. <laughs> you know, what's going on? You know, you tell me. I don't want y'all to be freaking out about this situation because to me, dealing with all the things that led up to the election, you got to ask yourself, if you're protesting out there, if you're one of those protesters that were out there spazzing, because I've seen a lot of people spazzing out where I was at, crying like they were going to die, they're looking to move to Canada. I mean, all the same things that they did was the same things that the people that were against Barack Obama were thinking about doing. And these people are just like losing it bad. Why is that? I mean, why is there a correlation right there? That that's what I can get past though. You know, why there's a why is there a correlation when dealing with a situation between these things? You know, when you're dealing with messing with all this stuff and that's the phone ringing, guys. When dealing with a situation like this, what do you do? What do you do in a situation where you you see a correlation from one end to another? Because that's a straight correlation. The same thing they said about Barack Obama is the same thing they're saying about Donald Trump now. And that's crazy. They said, we're going to make sure he's staying. I mean, that was the same thing. 
and I got good memory. I got memory like an elephant. When I'm seeing things, I see a correlation. That that's even that's wow to me. But I honestly think that if we're gonna talk about it, we gotta educate one another. We can't sit there and and take these extreme things like burning up cars. Cause I've seen that inauguration day. They took it to another level. They start burning up limos, tearing down the city. This is D.C. with all these protests. And it's now becoming more and more crazy because people are doing anything. With that said, let me bring in Miss J. Hello, Miss J. How are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I was just talking about the correlation between uh, Donald Trump and Barack Obama as far as when they came into office. I know you've probably Mm -hmm. seen on TV that people are burning limos and rioting and outside D.C. Now, that was one thing that was not correlated because I didn't see that when President Barack Obama got in office. I didn't see that, but people were taking it like, like crazy. What's your thoughts on like that? Like the end of the world was coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I saw, uh, unfortunately, the, uh, the inauguration online when I was at work, and I mean, it's night and day. I mean, I remember when uh, George W. Bush Jr. when he got uh, a second term in office, how that was. And it was nowhere near in comparison to seeing the outcome or the reaction of the people when Donald Trump got into office. Uh, I remember when George Bush uh, Jr. got in, there were people, you know, booing. There were people maybe throwing, like, vegetables, maybe in the streets and things like that. But there was still a small hint of respect. Even though they didn't like him, it was nowhere near the magnitude of what Trump had experienced not just for the inauguration standpoint, but just the the outcome when everybody found out he's now our new uh, elected president, you had people literally on hour one out in the streets protesting, um, burning, like you said, burning limousines, uh, rioting, um, doing sit-ins and whatnot, and it, and it was like a nonstop. And then uh, with the inauguration, it was the same effect because you still had people um, – talking about they're not going to watch the inauguration. You have people um, pretty much having fallouts with their friends on Facebook or other social media networks because of the fact that this person is now a newly elected president. And people just couldn't understand, you know, well, people just didn't like him or, or just hate and didn't understand why he's in office and what kind of uh, policy he may have coming into office. So, uh <laughs> I mean, with Obama being in, in office, it was nowhere near that. I mean, people might not have liked him going in for the second term, but you didn't have this kind of outburst when he came, when President Obama came in second, uh, second election. So, um, like I said, it's night and day. I, I, I've never seen anything like this before as far as, you know, in the political circuit. Yeah, it, it was crazy because uh... – People are talking about, I'm going to move out of the country if he gets in. I know he's doing some things, but, like, I, I just don't 
to me, I don't get the protest because, like I was saying earlier, I was stating that people could march all they want to. That's not going to affect him. If you really want to affect him, mm-hmm. you got to affect the people who are lining up with him. You can't go directly to him. Mm-hmm. You got to affect the people who got businesses. Because if you look at what Donald Trump is doing right now, he's aligned himself with the CEOs across the country to open up and people don't fly. That's the, he, he already did a hiring freeze. He's already did a hiring freeze with the federal government. You know, the question should be, why is he doing almost a 90-day hiring freeze? Now, he claims he wants to restructure it. It's not for that. Immediately after that, he went to go talk to a bunch of CEOs. Mm-hmm. He's going to try to take some of those systems that the federal government runs and privatize them, which would result in those CEOs being able to fix and getting some type of dividend. A lot of people don't see that. Now, he said he's not working for a salary, but I bet you he's working for a payout at the end, <laughs> like a monopoly, mm-hmm. you know, pay 200 mm-hmm. pounds to go. And a lot of people don't see that, but if you really want to stop him from doing the things you got to do, you got to hit those CEOs. And what I mean by hit those CEOs, don't go burn their car, don't go threaten their family, just stop buying from them. That's all you got to do, stop buying, educate people. Hey, did you know that this company, like they did Uber like that. They put Uber on Facebook. And, hey, you know, Uber was down for yeah. this. And a lot of people are like, oh, I feel funny uh-huh. style riding the Uber. Man, that might mess up their money yeah. for that system. So, yeah, yeah I, I remember the Uber uh, outcry of everybody who found out that Uber supported Trump. That didn't go very well with a lot of people I know either. Right. Um, so the Uber makes a, a big, you know, everybody knows Uber. It's just like a trend for everybody to, if they need a ride, they don't call it a taxi, they call Uber. After this right. affiliation with Trump, everybody's like, uh, no. Exactly. And, so, and you know, they really have plans. Yeah, they have plans for auto, automated cars. Now, that's going to be slowed down because, you know, people are like, I'm not riding Uber, so you got to have money to build your business. So, to me, I'm like, okay, you know, that's on that's on them. Uh, another thing I, I noticed, I already talked about the band. I noticed what he was doing there. I noticed now on Facebook, now they're trying to do a comparison trend. Now, if y'all have not yeah. been on Facebook, they put a picture of First Lady Michelle Obama with uh, President Trump's uh, wife, uh, what's her name, Melinda Trump or whatever. And they uh-huh. say, which, yeah. one, which one's better? Now, they put all this stuff on uh, President Trump's wife. Like, oh, she's better than Michelle. And people are spazzing out like F you, you don't know dick, you know, whatever. And uh-huh. you know, they're trying to get on Michelle, but it's like he, now they're trying to turn it into an issue right there. And I'm now seeing that. I'm now seeing these little these banners that's popping up. Because, you know, I was playing with banners today and I seen that banner. I was like, where are they getting this from? Like, what does this lady do? She ain't come out here and issue out of any type of initiative. Like, I remember what Michelle did about healthy eating inside the yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. People passing out on that. Yeah. Melinda, she, she didn't. Even, she can't even open her mouth. I mean, <laughs> she gonna she, copy to someone. Me she doesn't speak good at that. <laughs> yeah. 
she can't speak. I mean, no offense to people who who have the accent or or maybe an immigrant, but I mean, it's like I cannot relate to her as my first lady. I I can't see how she can be relatable to me as a woman. I can't see how she can re- be relatable to me as a parent. I can't see her related in any in any fashion of my community or in my country. So mm-hmm. for me, she doesn't represent what a first lady should. And I believe, like Michelle Obama, she did, you know above and beyond what anybody could expect as a first lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't know. I think, and people trying to back up of Trump's wife, and yeah, she's way better. Get over it. I'm like, y'all don't, you know, that. that's the problem. Like, time I get over mm-hmm. it. You know, people say, get over that. Get over slavery. Get over all this police. We're all one big family. It's like a problem. Well, well, tell me what has she done lately? Exactly. That's what the question should be. One thing that she's doing for us lately. Yeah, that's that's what they should have been saying. Because the people who are trying to address the woman to get over it, she she's good. It's just been three weeks now, and for yeah, you know, you're saying like three weeks. Okay, tell me what has she done for it so far? That's what the question should have been. I don't get involved with us, but. I want that person that was writing back to the lady, because this lady was just like, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, it's time for I'm glad they left, and they, Obama's messed up the country. I'll say, where you go? A lot of stuff that you say, the president messed up. You're going to realize, okay, I'm not able to do the things that I need to do. Now, if I were you, as I say, uh, as far as the vote, to go ahead and start now and start getting people registered to vote. Now I'm saying voting don't count. But voting like up just getting the people on top of the hill. Your vote with value to look 
if I put get like a thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars raised throughout the community and give it to you, we give you our vote. What are you gonna do for us? And they can say, I'll let let them go, because that money adds up. What do you think, Lady J? What do you think? Yeah. I'm sorry, you, you had chopped up uh, at the beginning, so I couldn't quite hear everything you were saying. I say buy off the politicians. That way, when it comes to voting, not only you say I'll make you cast my vote, but I may give you some money if you start seeing things our way. Well, I think that could work, but then I, I often wonder um, with these politicians, do you really want to hear? Or does it really matter how many people are going to be like? For example, if you're saying we like, are you talking about like ceasing um, supporting supporting them or or contributing things to them, like to their causes or companies or businesses? Right. Yes, on a local level, like you got your local city councilmen and all these folks are supposed to be dealing with the community. You say, look, I want. In my community, we put our money together and we vote as a block. If we want these things done, we're just not going to give you our vote because you sound good. We want some promises that these are going to be done. And then on top of that, we're going to give you a little bit of insurance as far as funding your campaign. Yeah, I mean, that could work. But, I mean, you have to get like a massive group of people to literally, like, um, step out in the foreground and just be like, this is where we stand. This is what we know. We want, you want our, it's like a supply and demand. We want something, but you got to give us something in return. So uh, it could work, but it will just take a lot of people really um, being aware of what's going on on their local or state government and um, really coming together to um, put that voice out there. I mean, it's, there was any time we needed to be more outspoken, it's now. That's true. It's very true. Uh, keeping it real right there. So on other notes, on brighter notes, folks, uh, did you see about Charles Oakley? <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of got a glimpse of that, too. And I'm I don't like, even know what well, happened. <laughs> I'm so confused, but he was beating up I mean, he'll be enough security. But I, I, I heard it. Yeah. Well, I, I heard okay. this. He said it basically he got there, right? He just got this even before mm-hmm. the game started. And I guess he was sitting the, uh, in, behind the owner. And I guess the owner was aware yeah, Charles Oakley was there. And I guess he told him that he couldn't sit there. He, like, he had to leave. He was like, why do I have to leave? So Charles Oakley said he seemed like Ten guys come at him, so he went to street mode and <laughs> gave him the business. Yeah, but what? <laughs> yeah, so what had happened? But also, I mean, I heard something like that. But what I heard was like Oakley, you know, got to the, you know, he, he's a former Knicks, so I guess the the saying is once you're next Knicks, you're always a Knicks. So I guess he thought that he had some um, seniority because he's like a, a Knicks veteran. Um, and he was there with some of his friends, and he just sat down and, and you know, to watch the game. But I think the owner, I don't think the owner was behind him, but I think the owner noticed that he was here. So whether the owner 
either got whiffed that he was there or saw him from a skybox or whatever, the owner called security down, from what I heard, to have him removed. I don't think he was doing anything, but I think him and the owner had beef from way back in the day, um, and they just never got along. I guess there's always been this um, misunderstanding or, you know, this, you know, feud that they have going on. I guess the owner just didn't want him nowhere in his vicinity, not even in the stadium. And from that point, uh, hands were laid. And, you know, <laughs> you don't want to put hands on somebody that, that you know, it's trying to force them out like that without even giving them an explanation. But I, apparently hands got laid. You know, you being an older person, you know, you pretty much say, get your hands off of me. And it got kind of rowdy. Uh, and I heard that, you know, other celebrities came out and said, what's going on? You know, they were chanting, you know, oh, 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 you know, some of the fans, it was like, was confused too, trying to figure out what was going on. But, you know, I guess a couple of celebrities like Chris Rock and whatnot was checking up on him, like, what's going on? Like, why are you getting kicked out of the uh, out of the game or out of the stadium? Yeah. Um, I mean, it just sounds like a bunch of drama on another level. And it, it, for what? I don't know. Yeah, that's, it's going to be more to come with that right there. Because I was like, wow. Because mm-hmm. I, I watched it until I was at work. And I said, well, who is that? And Because he got gray hair. It's been a while since I've seen Charles Oakley. Say, yeah. Charles Oakley. I was like, what? Why he look like Mister? <laughs> <laughs> got age on him. Put the yeah, age on him. Mister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's beating up on him. <laughs> you look, you don't put your hands on old uh, when you get older. Old man, no, no, no. That's fighting. Oh, my yeah. way, folks. Walking Dead. Uh, yeah. I was going to say Walking Dead is coming on tonight. It's, it's coming back on. So, what's your predictions on this, mm-hmm. uh, on the rest of the season? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, from the last episode from where it left off, that little cliffhanger, I was like, okay, yes, Rick has finally woke up, and now it's time to set the record straight. So I'm sitting here thinking, okay, they're planning for war. I cannot tell you, or I can't even fathom what can happen right now. It's just me. When it's dealing with Megan, it's like dealing with a, like a psychopath. I don't know if you've seen that movie Split, but feel like there's too many multiple personalities. He's unpredictable. So I'm like, I predict maybe there's going to be some more casualties. I think there may be a surprise, you know, uh, person that might do something that we didn't expect to happen. I I just, I can't see. But I I don't know if today is going to be the day that you're going to see a big, you know, like shocker like we did when we first saw um, the intro of Walking Dead, I think was season seven. But I'm Mm -hmm. just predicting, you know, I think there's going to be some something unpredictable again uh, in this episode coming up um, tonight. Don't know what. I'm just like saying, dealing with Megan, it could be anything. And That's with true. Rick finally waking up, I don't know. I don't know if Rick went to the dark side again. He <laughs> we'll might. See. I know he went mm-hmm. crazy. The, the time he went really crazy was that time when the old boy was trying to rape his son. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, he that, turned that, to that, like a living walker crazy. right there. That was the most crazy. Not when he chopped the girl's hand off. This one, he seen his son. That dude was like, I'm about to get his son. I'm about to get it in. And 
You, mm-hmm. you couldn't hear mm-hmm. it. You know how it sounds it's all like muscly or whatever, and he couldn't hear it. He couldn't mm-hmm. hear it saying, I got you. What you going to do now, Rick? And then, you know, I'm bit the dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> And that dude yeah. seen it and said, no, no, I'm playing. Like, you can't play now. They go kill you. No, no. It, I, it, I hope no he gets mercy. crazy like that. I hope Rick comes back crazy like that because I was like, damn, like, Rick. I, no. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I just don't know. I mean, like I said, when, when we last saw Negan had uh, his old girl shoot, which you call it, because of what uh, – Old boy was trying to um trying to make a deal to be the leader while Rick was gone and trying to get weapons. So I'm like, yeah. for me, Negan is like this very psychopath, unpredictable character. And it's like anything goes. Rick, I'm just still trying to figure out, okay, what's next? Are you going to really go there? Are you going to really tap into that dark side? What kind of plan or strategy are all y'all going to have right now that y'all gathered together? How are y'all going to bring the kingdom in this thing, too? Because I believe the kingdom also is going to play a role in this this uh, this war or this, you know, you know, you know, salvation they're trying to get back from getting away from this, what the south, uh, gosh, what is it called, the salvation of, what's the name of um, Vegan's group called? I, I can't really think about it. The Savior. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's I'm just. I'm just going to sit tight and clutch my pillow and just hope that it's, it's going to be all that I want it to be. I want some excitement. I want some, some shocking moments. I just want to see also Rick go crazy. Just take it to the next level, Rick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I I think what I see the prediction is I think Sasha going to die. For some reason, I think Sasha is going to die. And it's going to no. be the reason why I say it is two reasons because I think they got it's a quota issue going on. And you know what I mean by a quota. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> I know. I know. The second, the second reason I, I heard she's gonna be on the new Star Trek television show on C B S. Like she's gonna have like mm-hmm. a lead role. So I don't know how that's gonna affect something. It's either going to be her or it's going to be brother who uh, did straight out of company because now he's on 24 as the lead star. So it's Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's going to be but one of them. he's MIA right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's MIA. Nobody knows where he is now after they were stuck on that bridge. Yeah, so he's he's on, somewhere, but we don't know where. He done with the 24. That's what happened. <laughs> mm-hmm, yep. I, I'm going to jump out of he here. He's a paycheck. Yeah, but I need a steady paycheck right now. Yeah, I think Negan's not gonna get killed. I think it's not gonna be like the governor where they broke up governor's group. I think it's gonna Mm. be to a point where Negan's gonna be able to get out, but he's not gonna be gone because he's not a one season character. I think he's gonna be there for a couple seasons. I think the governor was. Yeah, I think they're gonna get him away. But I think it's going to lead to greater, a greater uh, situation where we think it, that was his only click. And he might be like, you think that was my only group? No, I got another group. But back. They, already show, they already showed that. They showed that the Savior is much bigger than what they 
a thought it was. So yeah. let's say Negan is the the ruler of the whole thing, but then you might have like some of his little entourage or protege that might want to take his place and was like, I'm not going to let this die. You know, we yeah. keep just going. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think, uh, like like you say, I think if they do knock out his group, you know, Rick's going to unite with all the other fractions. I call them other unions. You know, you got the all-women group, mm-hmm. then you got the kingdom, mm-hmm. and then you, know, you got Rick's group, and then you got another group that uh, that guy who was trying to holler at Maggie got in trouble. They yeah, all I know what you're talking about. The Hilltop. They all, yeah, they're going to all come together. They have to work together to stop Negan. I think it's going to work for a time being, but they're going to destroy Negan's group that we see on TV, but Negan's going to get out and go get more people. I think that's going to develop over a couple of seasons. Now, y'all might call me wrong on it, but I'm just thinking that I think people are going to think, well, we got Negan out there. Yeah. Either he's going to get hurt, where it's like, okay, we can't find Negan. Negan ran off, but like you said, that other group's going to be like, where's Negan? Because he always checked with us every so often. And it's going to be a larger group that they're going to have to deal with. And I think that's going to keep them moving. All of them going to have to come together so they got to keep moving to get away because they say, we're not safe. They know our location. That's the only problem. We don't know where they at, and they know where we stay at. They know where all these locations, the only way we can survive is to keep moving. That's the only way we can get away from this group because we don't know how big this group is. Like you say, it's a bigger group mm-hmm. that we don't see on TV. Mm-hmm. We got to keep moving, and that's going to continue on with their journey or wherever they got to go to. That'll be my idea. Because <laughs> we yeah, already yeah. seen the, the super hurt. They, they managed to take care of the super hurt, so that's not a problem. We're now dealing with Negan. Well, eventually, Negan's group going to have to falter if everyone unites, like you say. But they don't, the only mm-hmm. catch is, like I say, if Negan escapes. And gets his posse. He gets the rest of his group. And says, like, I need y'all to mow these motherfuckers down. And his word. <laughs> they are yeah. not going to be safe. And he'll be like, they already know you're looking. He might say some stuff like that to Rick. He's like, you think you safe? You think you safe uh, since you took out my group? I tell you, I have more of my people here. They don't hear from me. That's it. All this place is going to burn. We don't care. And uh, like you say, it, it might be a, a protege, or it might be that Negan might report to someone else. And we don't even know that. That would be a twist. Like, who else is worse than Negan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> even though he might be like a, yep. like a governor of the area. And he might be like, this is the, you know, warlord. So, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I think we're going to c- come to a conclusion for the show for tonight, folks. I think this was a great show. You can tune in anytime by going to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash underscore truth. I'm saying too many W's. www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash NB underscore truth. We're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook group called Nothing But The Truth. You'll see two people uh, and a silhouette, a purple silhouette, uh, actually uh, being intimate. Not having sex, folks. They're just, they're just close. Mm-hmm. So check out that. We're going to start coming back with more shows. I know I keep saying it, but we are. I've just been busy, been doing a lot of studying, been doing a lot of work. So 
Y'all just got to tune in. And we're going to start getting more people on here. We're going to start getting folks in there. Y'all got to stop being shy. I see the stats people do listen to the show, but they don't call in. Y'all got to start calling in because we got we to gotta interact. I want y'all to be all shy, you know, because we got a lot of stuff going on. We're going to start talking about a lot of other things. It's going to be a lot, a lot of, what I want to say, because I'm stuttering like a crazy person, is that we're going to have a lot more interesting topics to talk about to really get you talking. I really want y'all to start talking because I know there's a lot of stuff going on besides politics and other news and stuff, but, you know, we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of things that really make you want to think. But uh, other than that, I thank y'all for the show. I thank uh, Miss J coming in and putting in some uh, good words for the folks. And i see y'all next week. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.